InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Each year, hundreds of thousands of students hoping to transfer from a community college to a university often run into a confusing maze with their credits. InfoTrack reporter Roy Mackey has the story. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Jesse Ryan, Executive Vice President of the Campaign for College Opportunity, a nonprofit educational research organization. Jesse, let's start with the broader picture. What are the benefits of attending community college? Well, community colleges are the gateway to opportunity for the vast majority of students who are hoping to achieve their college dream. In fact, most low-income students and students of color across the country will first set foot on a campus at a community college in their state. Do we know what percentage of community college students actually go on to complete a four-year degree? Unfortunately, what we know is that while most students enter a community college intending to transfer to a four-year university and complete their college degree, only 28% will successfully transfer within six years. So it is a very small percentage of students who will successfully walk across that graduation stage with a baccalaureate degree in hand. So when these students start at community colleges and then plan to transfer to a university later, some of them are in for quite a surprise. What is the catch? Well, I will tell you, I was actually a community college product myself and coming from a low income family, the benefit of an affordable route to transfer and get a baccalaureate degree was really appealing to me. But my journey was not unlike many community college students across the country. I found myself caught in a wave of frustrating information that quite often wasn't aligned with a clear roadmap for success. What that looks like is that students will often take classes that don't count, and it can be extremely frustrating for students who are hoping to get in and out in a timely fashion so they can enter the workforce to be told that some of the classes they took didn't align with the requirements needed to get their degree. So in those cases, they have to take the class again at the university, correct? Yes, they have to repeat those classes, and even students will find that at the point of transfer, they are not given that junior standing. They're actually still underclassmen, they're sophomores, until they complete those additional classes. I understand that in some cases, universities refuse to accept credits for a community college class, even when both schools use the exact same textbook. So what is the real reason here? I think many cynical listeners would say it's all about the money. I will tell you, I think that we talk a lot about whether or not students are college ready, but we rarely ask the questions, are colleges student ready? Because we design systems that work for educators and administrators, but fail students far too often. In fact, you know, this question about why would you not count those credits is a question that comes up consistently in the work I do. And it's really baffling. I don't think that there is a good answer especially when you're using the same textbooks and you have so many learning outcomes that are aligned. 
Our guest on InfoTrack is Jesse Ryan, the Executive Vice President of the Campaign for College Opportunity, and we're talking about community college and some of the potential landmines that students may encounter. There's also a similar problem with advanced placement AP classes in high schools that are promoted as a way to earn college credit for a particular subject. That also is not accepted in many cases, right? Well, so there's been some challenges related to ensuring that all AP coursework and the tests that will qualify for the college credits are counted. Fortunately, there is some really great work that's happening right now to enroll more community college students in something called dual enrollment, which allows those students to take community college credits while they're completing their high school degrees at their local high schools. The benefit of that is that often students will graduate from high school and have credits that count towards their community college transfer goals. So dual enrollment is a really good opportunity to expand that credit mobility, but we also have to do a better job of ensuring that all students have access because the reality is that with things like AP course offerings and dual enrollment, it's quite often students that are lucky that have access to those classes and that find themselves with those credits when they're entering a community college. It appears that the biggest problem here is there is not one set of rules. That is, each college or university has its own policies on what credits they will accept, right? I will tell you, as a former community college student, I would have never believed that there were thousands of different pathways to different colleges based on the different needs of faculty and administrators at those four-year universities. As a community college transfer student, you just expect that the institutions are coming together and designing a student-centered path that will lead to a timely degree. The reality that so much misalignment is happening across campuses is really dejecting for students and frustrating. Frankly, we have to do better and there is no reason we can't do everything we can to align lower division coursework and make transfer a simpler process for students. I have two kids who have both had what I would call poor experiences with college advisors who are either uninformed or overworked or just don't care. Is that a widespread problem relating to all this? The reality is that actually students quite often don't even sit down with a college advisor. So often students are determining what classes they need to take based on online course catalogs and their own ability to piece together transferable credits. That is really not a recipe for success. If a student does sit down with a counselor, they quite often get good information if they have a clear college that they're hoping to transfer to with one major that they're hoping to be admitted in. But that is not how most community college transfer students operate. Most community college transfer students enter a community college hoping to transfer, not necessarily sure day one of the major that they want to transfer into or even the college. And so they quite often are having to hedge their bets and prepare for multiple pathways to multiple colleges with multiple different requirements for multiple different majors. And that can be really difficult, especially when advisors aren't necessarily given the tools they need to ensure that all of that information is accurate, up to date, and will create an education plan that leads a student to succeed. So Jesse, what advice would you offer to a student who is considering community college? 
Well, I'm a huge proponent of community colleges. I was one of the successful less than 3% that as a low-income first-generation student was able to get in and out within two years. But I really attribute that success to sitting down at the very beginning of my educational journey, not just with a counselor, but a really knowledgeable faculty member who helped walk me through exactly what I would need to do to develop an educational plan that would lead to a two-year transfer path. Every single student needs that education plan day one when they set foot on a community college. After that, I would say persevere, but also ask lots of questions. Make sure that you are demanding of your campuses and also asking of your counselors that they support you in determining that each and every class before you register will count for the transfer destination that you're hoping to be admitted to. Jesse Ryan, Executive Vice President of the Campaign for College Opportunity. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.